Hello everyone, welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that aims to redefine what it means to reach our full potential by exploring how movement and mindset impacts our lives and how we can all work to show up as the best versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. And on this episode, uh, we're going to talk about recognizing seasons in your life. Uh, I'm a firm believer that there are seasons to everything. Um, we, there's seasons of work, uh, there's seasons of rest, seasons of joy, pain, progress, setback, clarity and confusion, the list goes on. We don't tend to recognize that we're in these seasons when it's happening or we don't think about things through the lens of seasons at all. We think that things are supposed to continue as is forever and always uninterrupted. Uh, but of course we know as we move through life, there's any number of things that come up, right? We have great opportunities. We have times that feel more challenging. Uh, we have times where we need to put in more work. We have times when we have opportunities to rest. And I believe that the key is recognizing that that's how life unfolds. Um, and, and truthfully, even setting ourselves up to have these seasons. Um, instead of thinking about things from a linear perspective, setting ourselves up for time periods that are restful or very focused. Um, and of course, some of the seasons we can control, others just come at us, right? We have time periods, again, where uh, it's disruptive, whether it's an injury, whether it's a lost loved one, whether it's challenging times at work, whether it's job transition, family, life transition. Some of these things are out of our control, and that's, of course, just part of life, but also recognizing that those are seasons in and of themselves, and those things won't last forever. And so how do we navigate those things? Um, I think the important thing is to be able to recognize when we're in a specific season and to be able to align with it. So what I find that most people struggle with is realizing that they're in a particular season at all. Um, and then ultimately how to respond to that season. How do, we, um, how do we align with it? How do we reframe our mindset, our expectations, our goals so that we're in alignment with that season? The disruptive component of most seasons comes from a misalignment, right? For instance, we're in a season of work and we're forcing rest. We're in a season of rest and we're forcing work. You could interchange those with any adjective or any season that you want or you feel like aligns with the experiences that you've had. But the fact of the matter is, is that we often find ourselves in misalignment because we're trying to force a particular thing that's not, um, that's not right for that season. And so I want to talk specifically today about seasons of work and rest. So again, there's all kinds of seasons and things that can unfold in our lives. And I think I want to make sure that, that what we talk about today, um, to, to state that it can be applied to, to any season. Um, but specifically, I want to talk about work and rest because those are the things that we have the most control over, right? Those are the seasons that we can so often um, 
control and be cognizant and aware of how how they're happening to us um, and our role in them. And so I want to talk about this, as always, through different angles and lenses. We're, of course, going to talk about uh, the movement component, so work as it relates to our goals um, as, as individuals and as athletes and how we think about those goals, but also work through the lens of, of our work and our career, um, whether you're um, a business owner, an entrepreneur, uh, a career-driven individual, someone who is focused on moving forward, um, someone who is uh, interested in um, in doing work that's in alignment with what you care about, whether you're interested in creating an impact in the world, whatever that is for you, there's there's work required in that as well. So work um, can take on the form of, of many different things in our lives. So we're going to talk about those and then rest. So the other side of that, right? What does it look like when we're on the other side of that season and identifying when we're in in those those particular time periods. Um, so again, we're going to use work and rest um, as a place to identify um, one the definition of these things. Then we're going to talk about what they feel like, um, and then we're going to talk about how to get the most out of them. And you'll be able to extrapolate and apply these things um, to any season of your life. But I believe that the work and the rest season is is probably the most impactful and the most ripe for change because it's where I see so many people um, get disrupted, right? And feel out of alignment because again, it is, um, those are the two seasons that we can control the most. So let's start by defining what these two seasons look like. So start with the season of work, right? And before we go into this, I will say that the season length can vary. And I think that's an important thing to recognize is that, you know, it could be, it could be maybe a challenging week. Um, I'd say typically when we think about seasons of our lives, there are slightly longer periods of time. So they are, um, you know, it's a month, it's a quarter, be a year be a couple of years, right? And I think it's important to to just, before we, we get into the meat of this conversation, to just know that this time period can vary. And that's one of the things that makes it so important to identify is that it's, it's good to think about how long this is going to last, right? Now, sometimes we don't know, but as it relates to, to work, so if it's a season of challenging work from a career perspective, we can often put a timeline on that, right? We have projects, we have deliverables, we have KPIs, we have things that are going to tell us how long we might expect this to last. And we have goals in, a, in relation to that. So, you know, maybe it's a few years of really focused work to move you in the direction uh, that you want. Maybe it's a really challenging quarter to push through uh, a particular project, or maybe you're starting a business. And so, you know, it's, it's that first year, it's that first three years of any new business. Um, so I think that we can put some timelines on this and it's good if it's from a performance perspective as it relates to, to, to training, you know, there's, there's very clear seasons to that, right? It's the build up to, to an event. It's, you know, when do we need to start to train for a specific goal? So we know, you know, is that eight months? Is it 10 months? 
Is it a goal for next year? Is that a year and a half buildup? What does that look like? And so just to start to compartmentalize and to set yourself up to, for that runway, um, I think is really important. So often, um, you know, we can kind of feel lost in that and it can be a little ambiguous. And so I think it's important to try to put some parameters on that and just identify how long we think that's going to last because it's going to help us realign, set ourselves up for success, think about our goals and expectations in alignment with that season. Hey, endurance-minded listeners. I want to tell you about a really amazing opportunity and a chance to shake things up in your life. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling behind, if you feel like you don't have the time, energy, and space to focus on the things you care about, if you feel like you're not clear what it is you're passionate about, or you've identified that passion, but it's unclear how that fits into your life, if you're a business owner, a leader, an entrepreneur, a driven individual who is excited and passionate to learn more about yourself and to grow and to really dive in to spending a life and building a life that excites you and motivates you and keeps you connected to yourself and the things you care most about. We have provided an amazing opportunity with a company that I co-founded called Impact Initiative to do exactly that. So we are hosting a Destination Impact Retreat. It's going to be September 28th through October 1st. It's going to be in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. We've partnered with an amazing company called Firstborn that has an all-inclusive retreat facility um, nestled in the historic mountains um, of North Carolina. And this is going to be your opportunity to pattern interrupt. So we've combined a curriculum that includes both movement and mindset so that not only can you learn more about yourself and you have the opportunity to grow and expand your skills uh, both mentally and emotionally from a leadership perspective but also uh, from a body attunement perspective. So really combining two passions and two things that I care deeply about which is a true connection to yourself and the ability to do what you love in the world and focus on your passion. So I want to offer this opportunity to our endurance-minded community. Uh, Spots are limited, but I know this is something that so many of you are looking for, so many of you have been waiting on, um, and what that really is is a true opportunity to reconnect with yourself, an opportunity to set aside dedicated time and space and energy to focus on who you are, who you want to be, and how you're going to spend more time doing those things in the world. So again, this is September 28th of this year to October 1st. That's a Thursday through Sunday, all-inclusive retreat opportunity. So all you have to do is get there. Um, We have all of our meals taken care of. Uh, They're going to be prepared on site by a local chef. Myself and the co-founder of Impact Initiative, Christine Hernandez, are going to be co-facilitating Uh, the entire weekend, uh, along with 15 um, other participants from all over the world, from all different industries and backgrounds, all coming together to focus on what it is that they truly care about and how they can spend more time doing that. So this is something that I've been really excited to get off the ground. It's something that I'm deeply passionate about, and I wanted to offer this as we just launched it uh, last week. I wanted to offer this up to our endurance-minded community in hopes that whoever is out there, any of you that are 
itching for an opportunity for growth, for improvement, for, um, for more body attunement, for an opportunity to check in with both your physical and mental self. Um, this, is, this is the chance for you. Um, and I'm really excited to be able to provide this opportunity uh, to people. So again, September 28th through October 1st, it's going to be in North Carolina. You can find all the details in our show notes. Um, you can also find those details at the Impact Initiative website, which is impactinitiative.network. Um, all of the details for Destination Impact Retreats are at the top. Um, you can click through to read what that's all about. Again, that's impactinitiative.network uh, or look for the link in our show notes. I hope to see some of you there. Please let us know. You can reach out to us um, at the Impact Initiative website if you have any questions. But um, if this is the opportunity that you've been looking for, we're offering um, an introductory rate that is at a discounted rate for the next 30 days. I hope you'll take advantage of it. And I look forward to seeing some of you in the beautiful mountains of North Carolina in late September. What does work look like? Um, and work typically, uh, a season of work, I'd say is can be any heightened time period where um, responsibility is elevated, there's aggressive or lofty goals, um, or a dynamic time period in your life that requires more focus and energy. So this is not an exact definition. This is, um, this is language that I've come up with based on experiences that I've had personally, as well as um, in the work that I do um, with different individuals. And so again, I think it's just to, just to repeat that so you can start to connect with how you felt during these time periods or seasons of work um, with this definition is that it can be any heightened time of elevated responsibility, aggressive goals or lofty goals, um, or a dynamic time period in your life that requires more focus and energy. So I just want to set the stage. It's not a hard and fast definition. There's any number of ways that can manifest itself based on individual experiences and life circumstances. But again, there tends to be, um, you know, it's, there's more going on, right? Again, so we have more responsibility. Um, we have goals that are more aggressive. Um, so that's going to put us in a position where we need to work harder. Uh, we need to stay more focused. Or again, um, a dynamic time period that just requires more of our energy and focus. Um, so that can refer to, again, any number of different areas in our lives, um, but it's just that heightened sense, right? There's more going on. There's more irons in the fire, so to speak. Um, and I think we've all been in that position. So I imagine all of you listening know what that feels like, but I just want to paint that picture before we go into the rest of the conversation. The antithesis of that, or the inverse of a season of work, would be a season of rest. So what does that look like? So it's any time period that allows for more space and time, periods of time following work seasons when you can reap the rewards of your effort. So again, typically the rest period is going to be on the heels of a work period, right? Now that is an important relationship to identify is that the season of work does not last forever. 
right? Now, it doesn't mean that we don't work. It doesn't mean that we don't continue to focus on our goals. But again, these heightened time periods um, of intense effort, focus, energy, responsibility, they can't last forever. By design, there has to be an ebb um, in that season. And that would be when rest comes in. So the season of rest is when we reap the rewards of the work that we've done, right? Have we put systems in place um, from, from a work perspective? Have we finished a product, uh, a project? Have we put a team in place? Have we, right, whatever that time period of work has consisted of, um, now we get to, to benefit from that. From a training perspective, that's going to be when we take advantage of our fitness, right? We've put in the work. Our body uh, compensates, creates fitness, and then we put that to use. Um, so, you know, fitness only happens during rest. And we can think about that, um, use that same analogy or that same fact as it relates to the workplace as well. Um, we can think about fitness as, um, as progress, right, as reaching our goals. And so that fitness only really happens when we rest um, because that's when things start to take shape. That's when things um, begin to move, move forward. Um, so again, just to recognize that relationship between, uh, a season of work and a season of rest and what that, uh, what that looks like. So now let's talk about what these feel like, right? So again, I believe, and I'm sure that all of you have been in these, um, positions. I know for a fact that you've been in a season of work, Seasons of rest are harder to find and harder to identify. We'll get into that a little bit later, but it's, it's harder for us to get there because it's not something that we value, right? The things that we have come to value, the time periods that we are told are most important are the seasons of work, right? That's the hustle culture. That's the get up and grind, um, you know, and, and there is a time and place for that. But again, there has to be... Um, there has to be a complementary season to reap the rewards of that. And, but that's not, that's not what we're told is valuable. It's certainly not as sexy uh, as the language uh, when it comes to work. So we might not be familiar with what work or with what a season of rest feels like. So I want to paint that picture as well. So let's start with a season of work. What does that feel like? Um, ideally, you would feel engaged motivated, focused. Um, however, and this is a key distinction here, is that if the drive, if this work comes from, a, comes from the wrong place, it can also feel stressful, anxious. You can feel tired, burnout, overworked, etc. So that's an important point to make because I, I think that so often we don't um, enjoy the seasons of work because we're, we're, we're driving from a place that's not in alignment with how we want to pursue that work. And so those seasons feel stressful. We feel overly tired. We feel, feel burnout, anxious, and so on. When really, if we go into those seasons um, or when we're in those seasons, if we're driving from a place that's in alignment, if we're driving from a place where we're doing things that we want to do, we know this is a season that is going to um, allow us to reap the rewards of it on the other side, then we can feel engaged. We can feel motivated, excited, focused, energized. Um, unfortunately, that's not where most people find themselves during these types of seasons. And so this is why 
uh, I want to talk about this is because there is an opportunity for a reframe here where these seasons can feel good, right? The, the goal of a season of work is not to just produce more stress. Um, same thing refers to um, or goes for um, seasons in our lives as athletes. The goal is not to just be more stressed, right? The goal is to, um, is to thoughtfully build fitness and, um, you know, incrementally increase stress and training load over time. So that process is enjoyable and it's sustainable. And it's something that actually creates benefit on the other side of that. We can think about that again through the same lens or using that same language with work. The goal is not to just drive as hard as we can until we burn out. The goal is to engage in that process in a meaningful way so that we build up um, to something that is better, right? So that we produce more fitness. Um, And so, um, again, that's what that can feel like. Um, That's Ideally, it would feel like something that's exciting and that we're engaged and motivated in. However, it can also feel... Um, like a time period of just extra stress for no good reason when it's not from a place um, of alignment. Um, So what does the season of rest feel like? So the key here or or a a distinction that I want to make or a point that I want to make is that I'm not talking about, when we talk about seasons of rest, I'm not talking about a season of laziness, right? So it's not rest in the sense that we're laying around all the time. Um, and we're not engaged in the process. We're not connected to our goals. Um, but rather, it's a feeling of accomplishment and clarity. Um, it's a sense of peace that you've done the work necessary to move you forward, and now you get to reap the benefits, right? You've done that work. And now, on the other side of that, it's not that you're not engaged, and it's not even that you're not working hard, but again, it's that intense focus, that energy that, that added responsibility, th- there, is a, um, there is a lull there, right? And you can take the opportunity to reap the benefits of the fitness that you've created, um, be that in the workplace or be that in your own body. Um, and, and so that, that feeling there, that season of rest, <clears throat> as it relates to how we feel, is more nuanced. And I want to make that clear is that I'm not advocating that on the other side of seasons of work that we just, you know, take six months off and we sit back and, and get lazy. Um, not that there's anything wrong with some dedicated downtime, but I do advocate for, you know, consistent engagement, whether it be in a physical um, practice from a training perspective or whether it be in our, our work and our family and relationships we have engagement is still important, but again, we're reaping the benefits of that work that we've put in. And, uh, that's, that's the important thing to note here. Um, so now that we know what it looks like and then how it feels, let's talk about how to get the most out of the season that you're in. As I've talked about at length on the show, my passion is helping individuals discover the tools, resources, and relationships they need to reach their full potential. It's about more than just getting fit or being in shape for one race. It's about realizing the value and the lifetime pursuit of dedicating yourself to become the best version of you that you can be. 
So no matter what you love, whether it's running, riding your bike, racing, or just getting out and enjoy the great outdoors, you want to do it forever. That's where Inside Tracker can help. As a lifelong athlete who's done everything under the sun, I've gotten blood work done many, many times over the years, and it's always provided critical information. Even when I was feeling great and training hard, my blood work uncovered critical deficits such as low vitamin D and elevated iron. Despite how your training is going or how you're feeling, Inside Tracker helps to uncover specific, individual, and actionable insights that allow you to not only perform better, but feel better and be healthier. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside of you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Then, Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. So, endurance-minded listeners can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just visit info.insidetracker.com/endurance-minded to take advantage of 25% off of the entire Inside Tracker store. Being an athlete is about more than just completing the right workouts. So visit info.insidetracker.com/endurance-minded today to start taking a proactive approach to understanding what your body needs to perform better and live longer. Most importantly, out of the gate, I want to um, I want to point out that you have to know that they are different, right? And the key here is that we imagine a scenario, and I touched on this earlier, we, we imagine a scenario where everything feels the same forever and always, right? We're always working as hard as we can, or if we can't work as hard as we can, then we're, we're not doing anything at all, right? And the important thing to know is that these seasons are different. We put too much pressure on ourselves believing that every day, week, and month should be the same, and they aren't, right? Again, there should be more intense time periods in your life where you are working towards things that you care about or things that you are responsible for um, or goals that you have, things that you are invested in emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, And then there should be time periods where that's not the case, right? So we can think about it through the lens of athleticism, right? There's a reason that there's a race season and there's a reason that there's an off season, right? There's a reason that we don't engage in those things. Now, of course, you could race year-round, but that would be a short-lived career ultimately because you would burn out, you'd get overtrained and injured. Same thing applies to our careers, right? When there is a race season, there also needs to be an off-season. Now, again, doesn't mean that we take time off and you know we're totally disconnected, but it means that we, 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 there is a clear distinction in how we are moving through those days and we're giving ourselves the opportunity to reap the benefits when we've put in the work. And we're also giving ourselves the opportunity to be fully engaged and fully present when it's time to do the work. And so um, I want to firstly highlight that I believe very strongly that there is a difference, right? And the goal is not to show up 
each and every day exactly the same with the same amount of energy and effort. Now, the nuance here is that we can show up equally committed to showing up as the best version of ourselves, right? Showing up fully in that season, showing up consistently, right? So there's a few kind of core values that that don't change, right? But again, the intensity can change, the focus, the mental and physical energy that we give to these things. So as it relates to training, during the race season, we're going to require more effort, right? It's higher volume, higher intensity, longer days, more training frequency. Now, when we're on the other side of that season, it doesn't mean that we sit on the couch, but what it does mean is that we take that consistency and we make sure that it, um, that it looks different, right? So how do we show up? Well, intensity is not going to be as high. Volume is going to be lower. Maybe training frequency is adjusted, but we're still showing up, right? We're still engaged in our athleticism. We're still focused on how that time period builds towards our long-term goals. And the same thing applies again um, as it relates to to our work and our career, whether you're building businesses or career-focused or whatever. It's that we're not, it's not that we, you know, on the other side of a, of a, of a season of work, that we're not focused on moving the needle, that we're not connected and, and, and um, making sure that we're, um, that we're building towards our long-term goals. It's just that how we show up looks different, right? What does consistency look like in that time period? How do we manage our time? What do we say yes to? What do we say no to? Um, so again, the nuance there is important because I, I believe strongly that we continue to show up it's that we just recognize that those seasons look and feel different and we give ourselves the space and the opportunity to reap, reap the rewards of those seasons on both sides when we're in them. So how do we get the most out of the season that we're in? First and foremost, um, let go of balance. So this is something that we've talked about on this show a lot. And it's because... I believe that the concept of balance as it relates to how our lives are evenly distributed across everything that we love and everything that we're involved in, um, I believe that that concept is bullshit and it sets us up for failure, right? It is inherently flawed because nothing is balanced. To do things well, you have to go deeper sometimes. Um, now, it doesn't mean that we necessarily, uh, it doesn't mean that we sacrifice other areas that we care about, but it certainly means that it's at any given time, the goal is for is not for the pie to be equal, right? So balance would indicate or infer that that every piece of the pie gets a, an equal percentage, um, and that's that's not true, right? That's not going to happen. And what it does is it sets us up for increased levels of stress and anxiety because we feel like we're getting it wrong, right? If you feel like you're fucking it up all the time, then you're not going to be engaged in the process and you're not going to be able to trust yourself and you're not going to feel confident in your ability to move forward because you you don't you feel out of balance. And I'll use air quotes there. Um, so letting go of the idea of balance, I think, is the first step to getting the most out of your seasons. Because let's think about what that's going to look and feel like. Right? When we're in a season of work, the goal really should be that we find our flow, right? We found it, find our rhythm. 
You can use whatever language resonates with you. But we find that in every season and align our expectations with that. So if we're in a season of work, let's talk about, let's imagine what it would look like to find that rhythm, right? We know we're going deeper in our job or in our training, in both. Um, so what's it look like to, um, to move through our days in a way that feels comfortable, right? That feels good, it feels positive, feels productive, but also know that it's going to require more work. So it's not realistic to imagine that things are totally balanced, right? We know we're going deeper. We know that we're putting in more time, more hours, more effort, more energy. When we put in more focus, that means it pulls from our bandwidth in other areas, right? So firstly, it's important to, one, relinquish the idea of balance and work to rather find a rhythm and a flow that feels comfortable for you. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to outline the things that are non-negotiables. What are the things in your life every day, every week, every month that, that you're unwilling to sacrifice, right? Uh, I would encourage you to have multiple um, arms of this, right? Multiple areas that you're engaged in. First and foremost, I think one of the things should be a non-negotiable is how you show up for yourself, right? Physical exercise, mental and emotional health. Um, okay, then it's, is it your family? Is it friends? Um, is it, you know, getting out every day to walk your dog? Is it time to have a quiet cup of coffee in the morning? Is it time to, right? Whatever that is, what are your non-negotiables? And make sure that you still have time for those, right? Now, that those things can look and feel different, right? If you're going on a, three-hour bike ride on Wednesday and now you got a lot of work and you're super focused. Now maybe that changes, right? Maybe you still get out, but maybe it's an hour ride. So it's okay that those expectations or how that stuff shows up in your life uh, can morph or change a little. But again, the idea is consistency. We want a consistent touch point. So um, let go of balance and then outline what it looks like to find that rhythm or that flow in your life, I think the best way to do that is to make sure that you show up for your non-negotiables, right? Write them down. What are they? And make sure that you have time for them. You can back yourself into building a schedule, blocking out time, um, right? Getting into a time management component. From a training perspective, right? When you get your workouts in, what does that look like? Um, so you have to name it to know what you're after, right? So make sure that it's not ambiguous. People find themselves getting frustrated because they feel like they're not, quote unquote, getting it right. Well, what is getting it right? Right. If you don't put a name to it, if you don't identify what those things are, then you're just going to feel frustrated. You feel like you're screwing it up all the time and you don't know what you're chasing. So take a second to identify what that is. Um, next is, uh, again, define what success looks like in each of, this, each of these seasons. So this is building on the concept of, of outlining your non-negotiables, but what, is, what does success look like? Um, a few questions to ask are, who do you show up for? Right? Again, I would advocate showing up for yourself. Um, you show up for your family, kids, friends, um, your team at work. Right? Who, who is that? Who, who gets your time? during these time periods. 
And again, that's going to look different during work and during rest. But identify who those, who those people are. Um, and then, what do you say no to? And who do you say no to? Of course, the other side of that coin is who and what do you say yes to? But I think identifying what in those seasons can be cut out is important. One of my favorite quotes is, progress requires pruning. Right, And the very real fact is that during times of progress, during times of, of intense focus um, and putting energy towards things that we care about, um, that requires pruning. Right? It requires us being critical about how we spend our time so that we can put our time and energy in the direction of the things that we're focused on, in the direction of this season of work. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, delete all your friends' numbers, um, or not show up for family. Um, but it means that that time and how we allocate that time towards those people um, certainly might look different. Same thing with things, right? Are there, um, are there events, are there ongoing things that you might need to say no to or prune um, during seasons of work? And again, seasons of rest are for those things, right? So you can go back to them. But um, trying to do it all is what gets us in, in trouble and um, creates that stressful environment. So define what success looks like. Another question that I would encourage everyone to ask themselves is how do you prioritize yourself? Specifically in a season of rest, so often we're the first people that get cut from our to-do list. So how do you keep yourself as a touch point? Um, and this is going to go into, you know, any number of different areas, but I would think about, um, I would think about sleep. Um, I would think about nutrition, how you feed yourself. Um, and I would think about your mental and emotional health. How do you make sure that you have time and space to check in, to reflect, to have quiet time, whatever that needs to look and feel like for you. But I think it's important to identify early on how you're going to prioritize yourself, again, specifically during seasons of work, because we see it play out every day, is that when these seasons happen, we are the first people to get kicked to the curb, right, ourselves, right? We put everybody else first. We put our work first. We put, um, And this even relates to training right? Because we imagine that when we are exercising, when we are training consistently, we are putting ourselves first. However, what tends to get kicked to the curb is, is all of the things that support our ability to do that, right? If we're burning the candle at both ends and we're not focused on um, nutrition, sleep, hydration, rest, um, mobility, um, you know, flexibility work, stretching, all of these, you know, we could call those like the quote unquote small things, those are the things that support our ability to show up and do that. So it really still applies, even if we feel like we're in a position where we are prioritizing ourselves or even we're giving more time than usual to ourselves, we still have to make sure that we're, um, we're prioritizing the right things. Um, and so I think there's, again, at the onset of these seasons, or if you're in this season, you can do it retroactively. Think about... Uh, define what success looks like. 
um, and also define your non-negotiables. Um, and I think that's going to be a really productive practice to help you realize um, what you want to get out of this season and how you can navigate it. Next is going to be to recognize when you're in a particular season so that you can take advantage of it. So I know this sounds, you know, maybe it sounds straightforward or like it doesn't need to be said, but I see so many people miss opportunities because they don't realize that they're in a particular season. So what that really means is don't rest when it's time to work and don't work when it's time to rest. Right, I've seen so many people pre-decide or ascribe how they think a particular season is going to unfold and then miss the opportunity to actually engage and take full advantage. Right, an example of that could be, you know, you have an opportunity arise from a work perspective. Maybe you have an opportunity to start a business, invest in a business, build a new product, something that could really be impactful for the rest of your life. But it's summertime and you've decided already that it's a season of rest and you just didn't catch it, right? You didn't take advantage. You didn't sink your teeth into it. Um, and, and you missed the opportunity, right? Because there's an awareness there, right? To, to say, oh, you know what? If I, if I take advantage of this, and even change my perspective and, and realign my expectations with how I thought this season was going to go, then it's actually going to be a really impactful thing, right? This is something I should take advantage of. Same thing with just realizing where you're at and realizing that there are time to work, right? So maybe typically you get up in the morning and have a quiet cup of coffee go for a long walk, um, you know, go hang out for a little while, right? Uh, I'm painting an uh, you know, ambiguous picture. But let's say that typically it's a fairly relaxed morning, right? Or the other side of that would be, you know, cut out of work at 1 o'clock, take the afternoon, hang out. There's nothing wrong with that. Right Again, that would be very much in alignment with the season of rest, by all means. However, if an opportunity arises that you believe in and would be a time to really engage, don't let that, that, that idea of what your day should be like get in the way of taking advantage of an opportunity, meaning that, that shifting into a season of work can happen very quickly. Right? Okay, opportunity arises you know what I better do? I better get up in the morning and start to, you know, start to dive in, right? Maybe I work a full day in the afternoon. Sure. I was getting off at one o'clock and I was hanging out. That was great. That was my season of rest. Now it's time to re-engage, right? I'm going to focus my energy moving in the direction of this thing. And so I see so many people just not quite understand where they're at and they miss opportunities because they've decided that it's a particular season right? It might be time for the season to change. So just make sure that you're paying attention and that you're not letting your predisposition 
um, for how you think a particular season or month or whatever is going to unfold get in the way of taking advantage of opportunities. So again, that can happen very quickly, right? Tomorrow you could wake up and be presented with something that could change your life. You better be ready to shift into a season of work, right? And again, knowing full well that that's a season, outline your non-negotiables, what does success look like, uh, make sure your expectations are in alignment with that season and move forward. And you can enjoy that process, but don't sit on your hands because you've you've decided this is how the next three months are going to unfold, right? I think you have to be agile and you have to be adaptable and paying attention enough so that you know that that season is upon you. And so, you know, I don't say that to, to shame anyone or make you feel bad for any particular decision you've made. I only bring that up because I've spoken with people who have realized, um, after the fact that they've missed the opportunity or, or just the very real fact they didn't take full advantage of the opportunities in front of them, right? If they would have realized they're in a season of work, focused, made sure that they're enjoying that time period and that they're, they're feeling energized by that, they would have gotten a lot more out of that opportunity than doing it halfway and trying to blend a season of work with a season of rest, right? And so just knowing that there is a time and a place for that focused energy and when the time is right, it, you, can, you can strike, right? You can take full advantage. Um, and then lastly, just to reiterate, always prioritize yourself. So more specifically, prioritize yourself first. So when I talk about being ready for seasons of work, when I talk about being ready to take advantage of these opportunities, I'm also talking about doing that from a place of knowing that you're putting yourself first, right? You're already showing up for yourself um, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, so that you're in a position to take full advantage of this. If you are not prioritizing yourself, if you are not putting your health first, if you're not putting your uh, mental and emotional health first already, when that season of work comes around, it's going to be very, very challenging to enjoy that process. It's going to be very challenging to feel motivated and energized from that time period because you're going into it already behind the eight ball, right? You're going into it from a place of, um, of not being in alignment with who you want to be, right? You're not putting yourself first. And so it's going to get out of control really fast. And so make sure that you're prioritizing yourself first always. And again, um, the important thing to, to note here is that th that's going to look and feel different for each of these seasons. So I'm not saying, like I touched on before, I'm not saying that you continue to show up in the exact same way as those seasons change. So again, prioritizing yourself during a season of work might look like a smaller touch point on a daily basis, right? Maybe it's a walk. It's a short run. Maybe it's 10 minutes of quiet time in the morning before you start work. Whatever that needs to look and feel like, it's okay if it looks different 
than a season of rest, right? Maybe you have more free time during that season of rest. You're reaping the benefits. You're taking time to relax and recover. Um, So you have more time during the day or the weekend or you're traveling less or whatever that is. So don't expect them to look exactly the same. Don't expect how you show up for yourself to look exactly the same, but consistency is what we're after, right? So it's the same across the board, whether we're talking about training or whether we're talking about work, we're talking about consistent input, right? The sum total of the effort is what adds up to equal the results that we want. So during seasons of work, again, prioritizing ourselves is probably going to look and feel different. It doesn't mean that we don't still keep that as a consistent touch point, and it doesn't hold the same value, but it does mean that it probably takes on a different form, right? It means that prioritizing ourselves, um, you know, can be, again, small touch points during the day versus, you know, big bike rides or taking a full day off or, you know, whatever that is. Um, so I think it's important to, to know that that's coming, right? So many people put pressure on themselves or they get into a position where they feel like they're not doing it right because it doesn't look the same as it did before, right? When these seasons change, how we show up on a daily basis changes as well. That's perfectly appropriate. It should. But again, there's an expectation realignment there, right? We've talked about expectation mapping on this show before. And what that is, is getting ahead of what it's going to look like to, to do all of these things, right? What are our expectations in advance, right? So the expectation is going to be to prioritize myself and show up for a physical movement practice 30 minutes a day. Okay, great. That's an expectation. Um, you know, quiet time in the morning, make sure I have time for my family, make sure I have time to eat good meals, right? Make sure I'm getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night, right? Expectations, get ahead of it, outline it, write it down. That allows you to commit to it and allows you to go back to it and see whether or not you're out of alignment, right? These things, they're not, they don't have to be ambiguous, right? Too many people move through their days feeling like they're not getting it right when they don't even know what right is. Right? What are you aiming towards? What, are you, what, what, what is the expectation? What are your goals? Write them down. Right? Again, expectation mapping. What are your non-negotiables? Um, what does success look like? Take a second to take some of these things and actually put pen to paper. Write them down on your computer, whatever it is, so that you know what it looks like whether, when you reach success or when you fall in short of that. Right? Have you checked off your non-negotiables? Are you prioritizing yourself? Your expectations in alignment with, with reality, um, you know what whatever that needs to be. I think it's important to to outline that. So, quick recap: um, how to get the most out of this time period. First and foremost, let go of balance. Right, work to find rhythm or flow around your non-negotiables, around what success looks like, around that expectation mapping, and let go of the idea that things have to be in a perfect pie and everything gets the equal amount. That's just going to set you up for heartache and failure. And also it's going to shortchange your effort because the very real fact is if when we're in a season of work, we, we have to go deeper, right? That, that has to get more of our time. And so if we're working to create equal pieces of the pie, we're actually going to shortchange our effort in the direction of the thing that we're supposed to be working on um, because we're going to feel pulled to create this perfect balance. No, go deep, right? It's fine. Um, make sure that you check the boxes and you're showing up for the things that still matter. 
Um, but also know that it's okay that the pendulum swings in the other direction sometimes. Um, define what success looks like for you. So map that out, right, for both seasons. Um, again, I'd encourage you to write that down. Um, a few key questions are, you know, who do you show up for? What do you show up for? What do you say yes to? What do you say no to? And then how do you prioritize yourself? Next is to recognize when you're in a particular season. So pay attention, right? Don't turn down opportunities for work or for rest when they are presented. So um, I talked about taking advantage of work opportunities earlier, but the same applies to rest, right? Don't continue to push and push and drive and drive when it's very clearly a season of rest, right? If you've done the thing, take a beat, right? Let that fitness grow, right? Let your body uh, compensate. And uh, so make sure to recognize when you're in a season, don't get too hung up on what you imagine it's supposed to look like, but just pay attention, keep your ear to the ground and be able to be agile and adaptive. And last but not least, always prioritize yourself. Most specifically, prioritize yourself first, but know that what that looks and feels like is going to be different in these different seasons. That's okay. Consistency is what we're after doesn't have to take on a particular, you know, hours a week or, or doing specific things. Um, it's important that how you show up for yourself is in alignment with that season. So just make sure to map that out. Again, expectation mapping. What does that look and feel like? Get ahead of it. Write it down so that you know if you're doing it right or not. Right? If you, and, and write meaning in alignment with, with how you want to show up right? How you've defined success for this season. So I hope that's helpful. Uh, I see lots of people out there in varying seasons. Seems like a lot of people are in seasons of work right now, which is great. Um, but we need, we need to make sure to take advantage of those seasons, right? We need to make sure to be connected to those seasons and aligned to that season in a way that feels productive, feels valuable, um, and not, uh, not just stressful, for the sake of being stressful. So as always, thank you so much. Um, I'll say it like I say it every time. Uh, please rate, subscribe, and share Endurance Minded. Uh, rate it on your favorite platform. Uh, take a moment just to let us know what you think. Subscribe so you get notified. New episode releases every other Tuesday at noon. And share your favorite episode with a friend. Just takes two seconds. It would mean the world. Uh, as always, I'm grateful for everyone's support. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time on Endurance Minded.